0: You are listening to the Effective Statistician Podcast, a weekly podcast with Alexander Schacht and Benjamin Pieske, designed to help you reach your potential, lead great science and serve patients without becoming overwhelmed at work. Today we are talking about Presentation tips. Presentation tips to engage your audience. Because we have this PSI conference upcoming, there will be lots of presentations there, but of course you will probably do a lot of presentation yourself. So use these to really engage with your audience. Presentations are so, so important. They can help you to boost your career. If you are giving a presentation to senior management and you impress them, that will help you to build your brand as a really, really good communicator, you will stand out from the crowd because most presenters are actually at least average, if not worse, so if you are a really good presenter, that makes a huge difference. So, stay tuned for this episode, which is Like all the other episodes, sponsored by PSI. Join PSI today to develop your statistical capabilities with access to the video on demand content library, free registration to all PSI webinars and much, much more. The reduced rate is only 20 pounds for non-high-income countries and 95 pounds for high-income countries. Head over to psiweb.org to learn more about PSI activities and become a PSI member today. Welcome to another episode of The Effective Statistician. Hi, Benjamin. How are you doing? Hi, Alex. Very well. Thanks.
1: It's uh, slowly getting warmer, even though so it's a nice, nice time in the year. I really enjoy it. And uh, how about you?
0: It's really nice. It's great to see the garden flourishing and um, yeah. you know also all the flowers. Um, and I love the time working in the garden. It's uh, it's really one of my favorite things to kind of get calmed down. Yeah.
1: It is, it is. It's um it's nice it's somehow to get of birds if you have, you know, if you hear the birds outside and just the sun is shining and that's that's really some nice. A uh, nice counter program to to the day to day work in the offices, isn't it? Yep,
0: yep. Yeah. Especially if you have been tortured by bad presentations all day <laughs> <laughs> for you. Tell me more about it. <laughs> isn't? I don't know. There is the there are so many presentation courses. Yeah. There's so many books about presentations. There are so many great examples in terms of how to do great presentations. Yet, the vast majority of business presentations is really, really poor. Yeah? It's it's like kind of bad habits become best practices. It's it's, it's weird. (laughs) (laughs)
1: <laughs> yeah, no, I, I know exactly what you mean. And even, you know, if you put aside that there are books and, and trainings and whatsoever, I mean, everyone who's actually listening to a presentation or watching a presentation, I mean, if you if you watch it, you feel there's something going wrong. So there, yeah. you know, you feel yeah. that there's some, I don't know, like, yeah, as you said, like boring or, or just, you know, if you're just reading out loud your slides or whatsoever. So. But still, as you said, people just copy it and do it exactly the same, despite they they should know better even without reading a book
0: about it. Yeah. Yeah. So let's talk through a couple of common mistakes that we see. Yeah. Um, The first one that I especially see at conferences is that people have a really bad start. Yeah, say, for example, start by introducing themselves. Yeah, which usually is anyway done by the moderator or the chair. Yeah. So there is really no need to introduce yourself. If you really want to introduce yourself, do that a little bit later. Yeah. Because that's just not a good start. Yeah. Yeah. Hi, my name is Alexander Schacht. I studied statistics at the University of Göttingen. Thereafter I spent two years at Bering Angeline. Yeah, blah blah blah. I think it's more more the type
1: of introduction. I mean, that is exactly the, the standard slide that you pull out, you know, the kind of your, your CV and then you just go there. But sometimes there's a good, you know, like a like a start which is which is eye-catching. Yeah. Right. So for example, start with a picture. You know, yeah. if you if you have I mean just like everyone's having like you know, pulling out their dog's pictures, right? So, put in something where, which is relating and in whatever way you can, kind of get a bridge to to the topic that you're talking about, but something that is personal and outside what you've been already into, introduced about. So, like if if everyone knows your name and where you're from, and you know, and the the company and where you're working or the university where you're working is already on the presentation at the first slide, so right. So, do something eye catching. Do something where Yep. which is outside um, the things that have been done, and, but building a bridge to where, where you start off from.
0: Completely agree. Let's get to the second one. Wordy slides or crowded slides. Yeah, I think, you know, I very often then hear, yeah, but I want to have these slides as a, uh, as a you know, readout. Also, so people kind of later can, can, can read the slides. When I think like, yeah, that's fine. Then create two versions of your slides. First, create a version where you have all the, you know, complete sentences and whatsoever. And then, you know, you can just save that. Hand that out as a pre-read later on. And then, yeah, fine-tune it. Yeah, streamline it. Get rid of all the you know yeah. filler words you know, and only keep the most important words,
1: yeah, yeah it's kind of the mis- the common mistake that that people or the presenter try to take the the sentences and and read them out, yeah um so but actually having a sentence on the slide is already the mistake, yeah. Yeah. Um, or something which is close to a sentence. it's really about bullets i, I know it's usually easier if you have it because it, it's it saves or it gives you more like a security when you present. nevertheless, for the you know turnaround, just try to take the take the side of the of the listener and for them it's it's difficult to understand or to to take the sentences directly. So if you do a presentation, keywords, maybe half a sentence, and not more than two, maybe three bullets type of things on one slide.
0: Yeah. Yeah. If you need more structures then I'm split them up. Yeah. Yeah. Use the second slide. Yeah. The third thing is about how you present. And that is especially bad in virtual situations. Yeah. Where you people sit at their desk. Don't see the audience and just kind of mumble to themselves in a very monotonic way. I'm going to show you that this is that and this is that and then we'll go into this new feature. And I'll, by the way, there's also the storyline and, you know, nobody can listen to that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, they're, they're obviously like one, one
1: big mistake is that people who actually prepare for presentation, print them out and then put this on, on their desk and read it, like take the, the slides. So actually it's it's about, you know, it's about the, the way of presenting even if you're not seen. Yeah. Meaning that if you, if you sit at your desk and bent towards the slides on your desk, you present as if you don't look at the audience. And that that's you, you you hear the sound of it. And that's why it's utmost important to not put it down and read, but maybe to stand up and yeah. present. Or to sit up, you know, up straight and present. As Just stand c- up.
0: Just stand up. You yeah. never
1: sit on a stage. Yeah, exactly. And it, that that already helps to get away from this monotonous speech that that you're or that people are presenting with don't print it out or maybe if then hold it in your head and stand while you talk yeah Yeah. and everyone has bluetooth headsets and whatsoever so you can easily stand up walk around and that's exactly prepare and train it but do it as if you were on stage because that helps enormously to for the for the audience to actually listen to what you're saying
0: Yeah, that goes to the next point. When you are presenting on stage, always talk to the audience. Never, never turn your back to the audience. Yeah, because you need to read the slides. Yeah. Arrange it in such a way that, you know, if you need to kind of have a look at the slides, that you can, you have them in front of you. Yeah, that you have a screen in front of you.
1: Yeah, or you you print them out in small, like in a small piece of paper, like like yeah. cards yeah. or something, and and do the keywords, and then have it in your hands and just open it and, and listen, yeah. uh, look in, into the slides. But yes, no, don't, don't turn around and look backwards. <laughs>
0: yeah. And if you're presenting virtually, make sure that your camera setup is correct and that you look into the camera, and not that you know. You kind of look sideways or something like yeah, this exactly. because that is that's where your computer screen is and, mm-hmm. and that's not where your kind of laptop camera is and things like that. Yeah. You know, after 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 two years of the pandemic, everybody should have a you know a decent camera set up. It's just mm-hmm. basics, I would say.
1: Yeah, yeah, it should be, but yeah, usually people tend to have a second screen. One, well, three or more. <laughs> whatever. Yeah, yeah. But it's you know, make make sure that the presentation that you're doing and the, the audience. So I for example, I tend to um I when, when I present, I sometimes or when when I'm in a video conference, not necessarily about the presentation, um, I tend to look into my picture because this is always moving because I see myself. Yeah. So make sure that whatever you're focusing on, you you learn to focus is actually close to the camera. Yep. So yep. like Move the, then, move the window directly below the the camera. Exactly. So, yeah. and that is that goes for everything, not only for like a proper presentation, but also for any video conference, because otherwise people tend to look around to the left side to the second screen, because this is where they, uh, you know, the the um, the presentation or the the video is actually showing, while the camera is on the other screen.
0: Yeah, yeah. It gets even worse sometimes, and that's the next mistake when people nearly hide on stage, yeah? So, uh, of course, kind of virtually, they don't even turn on the camera. But, you know, when they kind of, you know, very often there is these kind of desks or something like this where, where you can kind of stand behind. Don't stand behind this, yeah? Stand at least next to it owns the stage. Yeah,
1: Yeah. no, I I agree. But still, sometimes it's helpful because of the of the screen behind it. And for people, I I understand that they like to maybe hold on something. Right. So that's why, you know, I I agree that the be on the stage on the stage is definitely something um, to prefer. However, if this is in the beginning of the of the time of presentation, so for yourself within your career, then just make sure that you are standing high above it so that you're not hiding behind it so that you're you know the most of the body or your upper body is shown above the uh, the table so that's that you're not um, hiding but still be present and and have something to you know that people see you yeah
0: yeah next mistake is not creating emotions i think this is maybe a weird one when we think about kind of you know we are technical people and we really present facts and things like that but still you can create emotions yeah you can tell a story you can kind of uh speak about the impact uh to the patients you can if you're good at it even use humor yeah always great you know even when something goes wrong to make a mis- you know to make a laugh about yourself yeah we only remember things when there's a connected emotion and so you will help the audience to retain what you're talking about if you create some emotions in them this can be you know everything yeah from being sad to being happy yeah from being thrilled not being bore, bored- that's not a no. <laughs> yeah, but, but, but uh, all the others,
1: yeah, but it's and that is that shouldn't be so difficult to be honest, because usually when you present something, this is not like a, you know just a, just a pure collection of facts, could be, but still there is some enthusiasm about it that you should um you know you should make sure that it comes across, so for example, if this is like a work that you did, like a study results whatever. It, you know, you've been worked on this for years, months, whatsoever. So you spend a lot of time, so a lot of power, effort into, into this. And then and then at the end, you know, for example, there's the unblinding. And, you know, there's some, I know everyone is busy, so there's not not a lot of room for, you know, emotions. Nevertheless, there's some thrilling excitement about getting the results. I mean, the first time you look into the table and you realize it's, you know, good results, bad results, whatever. So there's something about it. And just just try to remember the, the, you know, when when you do a presentation, try to remember your, your personal development through the, through through the phase of getting to the results in this example. And when you prepare for this, keep it in mind. And that already helps helps a lot to get it across. So when you present and finally the results, it's kind of a relief, there's something and mention it and and show it and yeah. remember it when you present so you're the, the moment when you saw it first yeah you're there that's it
0: yeah that's a, that's a very very good uh, tip when we have worked on quite a lot of things we tend to want to show everything and all the stuff that we have done and all the details. You know, lots of us are very, very detail focused. I completely get that. But that is not helping the audience. And that's the next mistake. Too much content.
1: Yeah, I remember formulas. <laughs> from- <laughs> Like over slides and slides, people get maniac about uh, LaTeX and in the creation of formulas for for slide and really, yeah. Yeah. You know, yeah. Nobody is gonna get the you know any any of what, what you're saying if if this is overloaded in contents and details and everything. So yeah. bring it to the bring it to the audience, bring it yeah. to the key results or whatever yeah. it is.
0: Or if you have 90 slides for a 15-minute presentation, you know. That's just you know set up for failure. Mm. Yeah. You need to be able to anticipate how much time you will spend per slide approximately. And then really cut down. Yeah. What is really, really important cut down, cut down, cut down, and you can move everything to backup slides if you know if there's a q and a session thereafter and things like that um but there's nothing worse than kind of having a fifteen minute presentations and at minute thirteen you're just you know halfway through your presentation and then you kind of. Oh, I can skip over this and this and this and this and you know, just unprofessional.
1: Yeah, but no, I I agree. And um, but, but what helps, what also helps me is that when I prepare, I usually tend to do a lot of like a long story um, mm-hmm. because there's a story and there you know there's been effort and and time that you spend and there's a lot of things to tell. You can start with that. And it it helps me personally yeah. to actually create the slides and make it like a like a you know like a nice flow and for a long time, Store them. and they're especially good to keep these slides as backup slides if it gets to a discussion. So depending on mm-hmm. where you present, there might be questions on you know I didn't understand this step or there's there's something how did you get from there to there and mm-hmm. uh, you know it kind of whatever it is keep it in the back and just just pull it up in case it's needed for discussion later on. So when we really deep dive into, into details, however, cut them down. So when you got the story, when you got the whole 50 slides or 90 slides, (laughs) whatever, then bring them to, to, I don't know, one slide for every minute. And I I don't know, there, there's some, usually they even say less, less than that. So two minutes, one slide or something, right? Is it?
0: Well, I usually have, a slide per minute, something like that. Yeah. That's that's, yeah. Um, for online presentations, actually you can have even more slides per, per minute. But of course, then these slides need to be, you know, trimmed and yeah. not not full with stuff. Yeah. Um, remember, the presentation is about the audience. It's not about you showing what you all know. It's about the audience. And it's service to the audience to edit everything out. Um, Editing is a kind of a cruel process. But like Stephen King said, you need to kill your babies. You need to, you know... (laughs) it's <laughs> easy, so, 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 you know the the things that you really love that you put a lot of things in, yeah, you just need to kind of get rid of them yeah that's a cruel one, yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, King, <laughs> King. <the> King <laughs> that just leads to the last mistake, yeah, if you have too much content, you usually have a bad ending, and endings like starts are so important, yeah a Q&A slide or something like this, or a thank you slide. Come on, really? That is this last slide that, that people see, and you want to have it a question mark? No. You, it should be your key takeaways. These are the things that stay on the slide. The you know, call to action. The things that you want the audience to remember. Yeah. That should be the last thing.
1: No, I, I agree. It shouldn't be question marks, <laughs>
0: <So>. <laughs> but it's so common. It is so
1: common. Yeah. yeah, yeah. That's that's interesting because usually that's that is absolutely common. It's, so, for any questions, please contact me, or um, you know, any any questions left, you know, any anything to the audience. But it's not about the the summary. It's not about the takeaways. It's not about the. Um, you know the key messages, and that is what what it should be about.
0: So. Yeah, yeah. There's a goal that you have with this um, presentation, yeah. and your last slide, your last part of the presentation should reinforce this goal. Yeah, something eye catching and
1: and important really too.
0: Yeah, yeah. So that people when they go off into the breaks thereafter, or, yeah, that they that they remember that.
1: Yeah, it could also be that there's a, like a loop back to the beginning. So when you have a start, maybe something with, you know, where mm-hmm. like a question or something where where you say, you know, that's, you know, I, something unbelievable, anything that, that come up. With, and at the end, you can go, you know, bring back the answer, like loop it in what you had in the beginning, so that there's an overall yeah. um, yeah. storyline towards
0: the end. Um, yeah, closing a loop is a really, really good thing. Yeah, that you opened at the beginning. Maybe you started with a story at the beginning and didn't end it, and then kind of you end it at the end. That's, that's That's a nice technique to kind of, yeah, have a little bit of tension throughout the presentation. Okay, very good. We talked about lots of different mistakes that you can do. Bad start, wordy slides, Monotonous speaking, um, not speaking to the audience, hiding on stage, you know, creating too much uh, content, not having enough emotions and, and really bad ending. Embrace these. Yeah. And if you want to do more, you can also sign up for the presentation and data visualization course that the Effective Statistician offers. So if you're interested in that, just head over to the homepage, and you will find more information there. So, thanks again, Benny Great Thank to talk time. to you again. Bye bye. Bye. Did you like this episode? If yes, then maybe head over to theeffectivestatistician.com. We have actually a course designed. For statisticians, for data scientists to help with their presentations. With presentations and also with data visualization techniques. So very often both come together because we want to present scenarios, we want to present data and then um, having good data visualization uh, techniques really makes you stand out from the crowd. Don't just copy and paste over tables. That doesn't really look good. So. Head over to the effective statistician and learn more about the data visualization and presentation course that we have there. This show was created in association with PSI. Thanks to Rain who helps with the show in the background and thank you for listening. Read your potential, lead great science and serve patients. Just be an effective statistician.